Welcome back inside Studio E. You are now rocking with the Bunt, the People's Podcast, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. Y'all already know what the fuck going on, bitch. Eat young, young salmon in this bitch, bro. We we iced out, motherfucker. Fans off the wall since 1960, motherfucking sick. <laughs> Drop that bitch. And now, live from Studio E, the bunt with Safer and Donovan. I'm D Jones. I got my main man, the ghost, with me. Ants one behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Still, still. My dog. What's good this week? Yo, it's a big week here in Studio E. One of the absolute biggest bosses in the game. Straight legend. Our boy, Caswell Berry. Such an honor to have him on the pod. Young Trey Flip Lip in the building. What can I say? And then we taking y'all straight to the post office. You already know. And then we hitting the rundown real hard. You get me. Caswell gonna make this one of the all-time great episodes. Before we go any further, make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live. Like us on Facebook at The Bunt. Send in them emails and voice notes and fantasy football resumes to TheBuntLive at gmail.com. And man, our website is about to pop the fuck off. We got brand new merchandise. It's the season of the ships. The Raptors did it this year, but we've been doing it for three straight years, man. <laughs> we got a championship tee about to be available to the people. Don't sleep. Available in very limited quantities. When's that coming? July 3rd, 7 p.m. EST. Be there or be square. Yo, summer <laughs> finally showed up. You know we got some shorts for the people. I can't wait, man. Get that shit popping again. Yeah, man. We got the championship tee, some nice ball shorts, one of the freshest baseball caps you ever seen in your damn life, and two lightweight hoodies for the summer. Everyone needs a good hoodie. 365, man. Ain't that the truth. And just as fire as our new clothing coming out, the ghost shout out of the week, man. What's it going to be? Reggie, it's been a long time coming. We've been waiting for this one. Waiting, dog. Ever since... Our boy Karan came into our lives. He's been talking about a party he's been working on. Mm-hmm. It finally hit the fucking world. Banged it over the head. And if you haven't seen it, go to freeskatemag.com right now. It's called Blips Cover Version. Reggie, one of the dopest independent skate vids I've seen in a hot minute. Our boy Karan straight snapped. Mm-hmm. And yo, this man Charlie Monroe, I didn't know who he was, but <laughs> I do up the head. <laughs> <laughs> My man popped off. The whole video's fucking beast. Get there. Watch that shit. It's a good watch. Charlie's got an insane bag of tricks, man. Ain't nothing outside his reach. But Karan absolutely snapped. Nolly heel back. Nose bones. This guy for real, man. I think he's for real, dog. What the fuck, dog? What was your favorite clip? Let me just run you through my top five, maybe. <laughs> real quick. Couldn't be one. Fakey hard, that jumbo set. Fakey varial heel. Another big set, fakie flip switch front nose, that hubba. Crazy. Backed up by fakie, like, back tail kick flip out, the one-two. And then, Reg, nollie heel back nose blunt. Mm-hmm. Straight savage. Insane. 
And a big time shout out to Dan McGee and Kevin Perrot. An absolute masterpiece you guys outdid yourselves. Like we said, we got Caswell Barry in the goddamn building this week. An absolute legend. Toy Machine. Enjoy. All sorts of other shit. Been around for a hot minute. Hey, yo, homie's been putting in work. You know what I'm saying? His career path may have been different if it wasn't for one Billy Marks. Whew. But uh, he snapped. What a fucking awesome career. And he's still doing it. Let's get into the interview, dog. Hold your horses, baby. One trip to the fridge. Crack a couple. Oh, shit. Green cans? Yeah. Canada's premium pilsner. Steam whistle. The only bus. Caswell Barry in the building. My man, what's happening? Oh, God. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. I'm freaking out. No, no, no. I'm good. Uh, am, I, am I in a building? Yeah. Studio E is a safe place. Man. All right, cool. It's a safe place. You, you, you could drop off your, your newborns and all that stuff. No one will uh, pass judgment on you or anything no, like that. If you want to, anything goes here, man. Okay, cool. <laughs> we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. Fuck. Uh, Frankie Hill, board sliding and propaganda video. That's what I had like when I was a kid, my first video. And he would get all low and squatty. It looked like, I don't know how the hell he could be like going from five foot, whatever he was, to about two and a half feet tall while board sliding a rail. And <laughs> I just thought that was fucking cool as shit. So, And sports moment. Yeah, I'm just going to go. It could be crucial. It could be, you know, people could be having some issues with it. But the game seven with the Sharks, the last game. The oh, my. Four goals in five <laughs> I minutes. I watched that. <laughs> Dude, he's a, he's a Golden Knights fan. He's yeah. not a huge, like, Golden Knights yeah. fan. But they had success in their first year, so he's kind of, like, he has a soft spot for him. But I have never seen anything like that. I was, Dude, just the, the dude's head bleeding, Pavelski's head bleeding was insane. Yo, but honestly, that was not a five-minute penalty. No, no. Uh, you it know, was it was a like combination of two people. Like, he got he yeah. got cross-checked, and someone kind of, like, swooped his slew foot a, a yeah. little bit. So, But I think, like, the refs just, like, saw him on the ground not moving, and they're like, holy fuck. Like, yeah, that was nuts, dude, man. you're out of the game. But he was like 3 nothing. Yeah. They didn't, who would ever thought that would happen? I already counted him out the game before. So. Dude. I even like I'm avoiding like I had to avoid like radio. I had to avoid people, Instagram, everything because I recorded it. I was at work, came back, fell asleep, didn't even get to finish it. So, wow. Oh man, yeah, that was that was pretty heavy. And just the fact that you can score four goals in five minutes that is like fucking that was insane. Fucked. So yeah. So you had a you had a great game seven experience. I live in Toronto, and year after oh, year, yeah, no. I have terrible Game yeah. 7 experiences. I was hoping just for Patty Marlowe, you know, because he was San Jose dude, so. Fuck him, man. <laughs> He's so slow and old. He He's fucking old. do anything. <laughs> He's old, dude, Fuck. right? <laughs> his whole line. Fuck his whole line. But, yeah, the Sharks. I've always liked the Sharks, man. I was still They've holding some, out like, for Toronto, though. Because yeah, who are they playing? Were they playing Boston? They yeah. lost last night. Yeah, that's good. See, I don't, I don't care much for Boston either, so. Fuck those pricks. <laughs> but yeah, the sharks, man. Anyway, before we move on, can I just... You just made it sound like I jumped on the Golden Knights bandwagon because <laughs> well, they had some else? success. It's their inaugural season. 
Is yeah, but remember I was just backing them from like the start, not like once they had some success. Okay, well, your NHL fandom isn't anything to argue over anyways. You refer to them as the Black Knights half the time. <laughs> I, I think true, that name's better on, than dog. the Golden Knights. That shit's kind of cheesy. Are you taking offense <laughs> to me saying you jumped on the bandwagon? I don't want Caswell to think I jumped on no wagon. Oh, <laughs> I don't think any. I don't think any less of you <laughs> <laughs> at all. But Golden Knights, um, come on, man. Yeah, I'm not just kidding. Man. <laughs> I'm just they let me down. I watched about three seconds of them this year, probably on a Name TV one by Golden accident. Knight. <clears throat> Steve Kessel. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Anyways, Caswell. Yes, sir. You're San Jose, man. <laughs> Tell us a bit about where you came up and how'd you get into skating? Uh, so uh, there's a couple, like, I think moments in time that were pretty, like, pivotal i don't even know if what it would change me from like what i was doing into skating so Mm -hmm. uh i grew up like you said in san jose and i was doing bmxing at the time so like six seven and eight years old i was bmxing racing them i was going to like some fucking silver dollar nationals or some shit in reno and you know that's what i thought i I wanted to do as a kid and i liked it just because i was I was able to do it on my own kind of, you know, I mean, obviously my mom helped me and all that shit, but it wasn't like, like a team t- kind of thing, you know, you don't yeah. have to rely on anybody. And the, the fear, like that kind of like you get instilled with, like you could eat shit riding a bike too, you know? Oh yeah. And so I didn't know it at the time, but when I got my first board, I, I instantly was just like, fuck BMXing. And I am so down with skateboarding now, you know what I mean? It was like instant overnight, like it was not cool anymore for BMXing and, and skating was like the shit in my life. Um, and I think the, the main reason I was because they have this water park here called Raging Waters. And in a lot of old skate videos too, they had this like vert ramp that's kind of shaped like a U. And um, I guess during, it would have to be like, late 80s like almost maybe early 90s uh they had that vert ramp there and so dudes like cab and hawk and all the dudes would come out and skate that and uh i went there and i think you know it was like i'm just gonna be riding some fucking water slides being like peeing in the fucking pool and shit and (laughs) my mom's gonna go on the lazy river and lay an inner tube and float around and somehow we like walked by the ramp and she's just like seeing me and she's like all right sit here and i just i never fucking left and just the sound they had pool coping on it too and i remember that just being like so like i don't know endearing to my soul like it fucking felt so good to like hear that kind of shit you know i was like this is so awesome and i don't know i think i latched on kind of like with a couple different moments and that was like definitely a huge part of it for me so dope hell yeah we're glad uh you ditched the BMX, man. <laughs> yeah, no wonder. I wonder where the hell I'd be. I'd probably be like yeah, middle of America, living in a trailer, <laughs> some shit. <laughs> so, with every great career, usually comes a first big break. What was your first big break in the skate industry? The Vancouver Am Jam, City Jam, whatever. You remember what I'm talking about? What the Slam hell? City Slam Jam. City Jam. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. I guess that could be like a good like turning point because I I think I was riding for Powell and I went and just like a couple of guys from here killed it I got lucky I guess yeah I don't know (laughs) and yeah I I did good let's say I don't like to say I killed it uh 
But, uh, I mean, that was like a pretty, pretty big turning point. Cause I remember talking to Ed Templeton and he was like, Hey, uh, you know, fucking let's do something together or whatever. And that kind of like, I mean, that was a big turning point for sure. And that, that might've been my, what is it? What'd you call it? What's the, the big break big or break. first big break? <laughs> yeah. The, my first big break. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Meeting at Templeton, man. He's yeah. a talent scout if I've ever heard of one, eh? Yeah. I've heard a lot of stories about Ted changing people's career trajectories for sure. But wait, you never had a, a stint on Toy Machine, did you? Yeah. Oh, shit. I turned pro for Toy Machine. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you fucked fuck up, you. man. Fucking golden. <laughs> you don't man. know anything about my life. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's hear more about that, yo. Because I, I, I had no idea. Yeah, I'm no, it's all good. Tripping. See, you know, right I'm not expecting anyone to know anything about me ever, so it's totally cool. <laughs> oh, you're huge, man. So tell us about how you got linked up with Ed and the story about getting on Toy Machine and turning pro. I, I might have been writing for Powell at the time. Talked to Ed. That stuff didn't, like, pan out, and I think I ended up writing for Powell after because, I don't know, I couldn't get a hold of Ed. I didn't have, like, any contacts or anything like that. And, um... So yeah, I ended up writing for Powell for a couple years. And this is totally kind of lame too of me, I'll, I'll admit this. I ended up like the last trip, this Powell trip we went on to Houston, I brought only toy boards cause I got them like sent to me. And like that's, I just remember like setting up a toy board in front of like the team manager, the, like Powell oh. team manager. <laughs> but I'm like so like not a non-confrontational dude that I didn't know how to like kind of be like, hey man, I want to quit or something. Oh. You just so, went on the trip with your yeah, toy shit. So oh fucked. My. That's a crazy <laughs> way to cold as ice, dog. Yeah, oh, it's, it's pretty. Damn. I mean, I was still young. I don't know, like sixteen or seventeen or something. And I'm like, I can't. I don't even know how to like talk to people half the time. Anyways, when I was, you know, especially being really young. So this is before alcohol came into play. So I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, it makes it easier. Yeah, yeah, that shit's never easy, especially dead sober. So yeah, yeah I don't know. Get the point across. Yeah, I'm like, this will do it. <laughs> And, um, <laughs> sure enough, like they got pretty fucking pissed off and I, I get it. I understand completely, but even also here's a little side note too, upon 20 side notes that you probably didn't want to hear. But, um, my first toy machine pro ad, I was riding a Powell board. Wow. Yeah. And it was a photo from that Houston trip. Damn. So, so I think like they got kind of pissed and they were like, Hey, like you should probably set up like a, a Powell board. Like we paid for you to come out here. Like, wow. and so I was like, yeah, that's fine. Like I still ride for you guys, but I didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then it's not like I had anything against them. I just thought like, fuck toy machine and Ed, like yeah, I want to be like, take it, yeah. I want to be over there, you know, I want to do that mm-hmm. stuff. So, and that's that. I mean, if there's any more questions about like that, I mean, I could for sure go on and talk 25 more minutes over nothing. <clears throat> okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> that just threw off everything, but now I want to know. Because you were you were never in a toy machine video, so what happened there? Like how you you turned pro, but then no, there was you left before the video came out, or there was so when I first got on, I it was like before uh, it was like right before summer, and that was like in two thousand two, I believe, and I hadn't turned pro yet for a toy machine, and we did like a month long tour, which was insane as like a seventeen year old kid. I'm like basically not even in school anymore. I just stopped going because I think I got kicked out. I went to Tampa Am, another side note. 
did the contest, came back home and they're like, Hey, um, you missed too many days. Like you're not even enrolled in our, our school anymore. So, um, don't come back. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, all right, sure. <laughs> you want me to skate all day? That sounds great. Um, so anyways, I ended up going on that tour for a month again, like probably not having any money, not knowing, you know, like this is not even be like before I even owned a cell phone. Uh, it might've been like phone card style. And, um, mm-hmm. he go on a road trip for a month. There's like 20 some demos and they're filming it all. They have like multiple filmers come in and out and photographers come in and out. And then I think I came home literally for like nine or 10 days and it was straight into going to Europe to do like pro contests. So I based, yeah, I don't know. I, in between there and somehow I ended up turning pro. I don't know exactly. They didn't throw parties back then, at least for like turning pro. It was just like, you got a board and like, that's the party. Yeah. I already go on tour and like you fucking, yeah. Was it a surprise though? No, because Ed just like talked to me about it. He was really cool about stuff like that. He would like show you like your ad and be like, what do you think? And then he would have like three other mock-up ads of like some of his like art on, you know how the toy ads are, Yeah. you know? And he'd be like, well, which one do you like better? And I'd be like, dude, they're all fucking sick because they're from you, you know? Like, but it's the same photo. It's just different like layout. And, and then he'd be like, well, what do you want for like a pro board? You get like two boards. So what graphic do you want? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> you know, like draw something up. I'm sure I'll be into it, you know, but go figure. Well, that's crazy. I just want to know, Donald, did you know he was on Toy Machine and turned pro? I didn't really like, I picture him mostly with enjoy yeah. yeah but now that now hearing all the toy machine it makes yeah don't don't try and claim you knew that shit <laughs> i knew i like your ear look you gave him right there you're like don't try to claim no it's that's a battle cool. of me versus the ghost right now dude skateboarding is so like i mean i can't remember half the shit you know what i mean so i don't ever ex- again i don't expect people to like remember shit mm-hmm. like that you know Usually we do though. I, I'm shocked that we bo- that one like somehow. Well, went. that's cool. At least you fucking learned some new shit. I felt like I was gonna come to the table with nothing. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you did it big for Toy Machine for a while. Yeah, uh, you also um, were on the circuit team back when it was one of the most epic rosters of all yes, time. Yes, sir. I don't even know Can how. You- I don't know how I got on that. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about that time and traveling with Muska and dudes like that, and then also. How come it came to an end? Okay. Um, I just recently like texted uh, Colt Cannon and I was like, cause I don't, he moved down South and I don't ever talk to him anymore. And it's like, it's so weird how close you can be with somebody. And then just like out of nowhere. Just changes, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's nuts. Like, could you imagine like you two, like when you guys move away and then all of a sudden you just like, don't talk to them anymore. You see like an Instagram life, but you have no yeah. idea like what they're doing anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's <laughs> funny that you mentioned him. He's in San Diego now. I just had lunch with him like a couple of weeks ago or sorry, dinner. Yeah. He you was on bastard. the show a couple yeah. months ago too. I remember that. <laughs> I saw that and I was like Great fucking guy. super hyped. Yeah. Yeah. He must've been a good interview dude. Cause he, he can talk. He's fucking awesome. It was a long one. Yeah, for sure. He's like that, dude. He like mm-hmm. he could talk to anybody, no matter who the fuck it is, wherever the hell you are, and like he'd be genuinely hyped, you know. And you're <laughs> like, you just talked to this business dude for like fucking an hour and a half at the airport. Like, why? 
I'm like, I'm trying to stay away from people. And he's like, yeah, well, whatever. And he's like, I want, I wanted to practice my English accent. So you would like tell him he was English or something. You're just like, you're so weird, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I guess digressing again. Yeah, no. So I text him. I don't know how I got on. And I assumed it was because of him, like being a tilt mode dude, you know? And, um, at that time, like, obviously, yeah, Circa was like, it was big and it was the shit. And I remember those shoes that Apple Yard would wear all the time. Uh, you know, you can't remember any of the fucking names because they were like CX fucking 1702 yeah. or like CM for Chad Musk or a JT. But there was numbers. So you can't remember yeah. that crap, which I thought kind of was like not so awesome for a company because how are you going to remember what shoes they are? But yeah. I guess they're so awesome looking and feel great that you're like, yeah, those ones, you know, so you're going to know which ones they are. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I was like a flow dude, ended up going on a trip, I think to Miami. And this was like at the tail end of them, like renting or like getting hotels that were like the insane top notch and like clubbing, going out and buying like crystal and shit. Ooh. And like, dude, I shit you not. Like I was the most awkward out of like place character because we would go to this like club and they'd be like you can't wear jeans and I'd, I'd be like uh all right and so I'd have to go and like change into some like khaki pants or some like you know light colored pants that I had some of Colts man He's something yeah for sure <laughs> yeah only 5,000 because that's all he wore <laughs> and then they're like you can't wear a hat so I'm like all right ditch the hat and we end up in there and I'm just sitting in a in a weird little like bent or uh you know a booth for like couple hours all night long and not moving and at the end of the night it's like 15 grand tab or something stupid you know Jesus. and then you go back to like the hotel and everybody's ordering room service and it's all like calamari you know the top not <laughs> shit i'm like i don't even know what the fuck calamari is at the time i'm like you know i thought it was like a breaded chicken nugget or something <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i ended up getting on circa i think through that like they're all hyped and I ended up getting some ads through like doing those like random trips and they're like, all right, well you're pretty much on. And, um, we do trips and I ended up, I think one trip I went to South Africa with Volcom and then from there, cause Apple Yard was on Volcom as well. We flew up to Spain to meet up with the Circa dudes and we had like a weird, like week layover basically in between like the Volcom trip and the Circa dudes showing up. And it was really terrible. I think it was like March or April there. It was cold and rainy. And it was just me and him in this like weird little apartment. And all I remember is just like, we didn't do anything. We just sat in this apartment. There was no internet. You had to go to like internet cafes at the time. MySpace style, you know? Um, <laughs> and it was, Top eight. dude, like I didn't know what to do. I was like, we were going and like, it was raining again. So you just go to like some random store and look around. It just was so weird and boring and like, odd and then those dudes show up and tom penny's on a trip and chad muska's on a trip and adrian lopez is on the trip and peter amandetta and i'm sure i'm forgetting some and i i forgive me if you were on that trip i'm sorry like anyone that's listening i have a broken brain but dudes were like those were the fucking guys right am i wrong oh, yeah. like yeah. they're like the top-notch a1 like fucking guys and i remember like uh, Tom Penny didn't have a board for some reason and he's like I'm gonna borrow your board and I'm like are you f fucking have it I don't fucking want this thing like <laughs> this is yours you know and then he gave it back to me at the end of the day and I'm like 
I am never fucking skating this thing, you know? At the like, end of the day, he actually yeah. just hijacked it. Yeah, no, he just day. took the shit and took off and, like, took the train <laughs> somewhere else. Like, because those dudes, like, they were so big time, they didn't have to, like, be on the trip. Like, so me and Appleyard and dudes, Ramondetta, like, we were doing the, like, normal skate trip. Like, going to spots, trying to shoot photos, fucking losing our minds, like, trying to get a trick. And then those dudes, like, Muska and... Penny were like just doing like vacation shit, like, you know. Yeah, God knows what <laughs> at the time. So Muska beats, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And there's another side one I don't want to forget. So just tell me, like Muska side note after this if I forget. But we we you know we we meet those dudes and I'm like I want to fucking kick it with them because they're like the big dogs, you know. I end up getting some gnarly like South African flu. I literally am like crawling from my bed to my bed uh, to the bathroom. And the dudes are like out shooting photos and stuff. And I'm like losing my mind thinking like how much shit I'm missing because all the cool guys were there. And the day that I finally get better, we go to the mock before and I try to late shove it on the Tom Penny board, the one that he used to mine and the fucking tail breaks. And I'm like fucking freaking out. I'm like, no, dude, I wanted to like, I was thinking I'm going to keep this, you know? And um, so I end up like using, and there's like, I don't know if it's an ad or it might be a circ ad or I don't know where it went, but, um, the late shove it, whatever it ended up in, I was doing it on, uh, Adrian Lopez's board. So it was a a mystery board at the time. And, uh, I just remember thinking like, that was pretty fucking cool to like do it on another like awesome dudes board, you know, pro pro fucking board. But, uh, okay, side note, sorry, what was that one? It's Muska, side yeah, note. The Muska oh, note, yeah. Okay, so I, I don't know if it was on that trip. It was on some other one. It was me and him, and he took us out. Like, he brought us, like, to some dinner. Like, it was just, like, him and personal dinner. And I was, like, kind of yeah. thinking, that was a little weird. Like, we're not eating with the team. And we're sitting there, and it's kind of, like, odd. Like, I don't know what to say. I'm awkward feeling, like this is fucking Muska, dude. Like <laughs> inside my head, I'm like, Muska is so fucking sick. I'm sitting with Muska right now. Like my friends aren't going to believe this, you know? And he's like, what should we do? Like, Hey, you know, like, Hey, let's do something. He's like, uh, and he's like looking through it. He had a fucking cell phone, which I didn't have at the time. Cause yeah. they were probably like a million dollars to have. And <laughs> he, he is like, Hey, let, let's, let's call. Uh, and he's like looking through all his contacts. He's like, let's call, uh, Fred Durst. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fred Durst, really? And he, he like calls him, like uh, Cole calls him. And then he like on it, he doesn't answer. So then on his answering machine, he's like, hey, yo, Muska, call me back, motherfucker. Like talking shit to him. Like, <laughs> like he was like all pissed off that he didn't answer or something. And I was just like, uh, this is so weird. <laughs> yeah. So. So He's trying to show you his clout. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I didn't really. He didn't have to. You're, it was already like <laughs> he was already the shit, you know, like zipper tongue fucking pouches hiding reefer in his shoe style, like revolutionary. Yeah. All right, homie had. Like, we went on that skate trip too. This is totally random too. I know that I remember because I haven't thought about this in ever. Um, he had a personal assistant, and so Circa would I think pay for him, as far as I know. And his assistant was Dev One. I don't know if that was his tagging name or whatever, if his name was Devin or whatever. I, I, I feel bad for not remembering, um, but it was Dev1. And he would be like, hey, Dev, roll one up. So he'd like have him roll up a fucking blunt out of nowhere. He'd be like, hey, Dev, I'm kind of thirsty right now. And he would like make <laughs> him go. He was like the 40 getter, dude. He would go out oh, and get like wow, 40s. <laughs> 
on salary traveling Dude, the world. how trippy is that? Like, I don't even know if homie skated, <laughs> but Dev won, man. He was like, he's in those stories. He made it today into this interview. Imagine that. What the fuck? I want to be some. Can I be a fucking personal assistant to a fucking pro skater today? Yeah. Please? <laughs> <laughs> Last week, you set me up with the absolute nicest t-shirt I've ever received from Brixton. And now, I'm going to return the favor, man. I'm going to hook myself up with the Pablo short sleeve polo. Because, you know, I'm feeling that little, that collared look for summer. And for you, it's going to be the hilt short sleeve pocket knit, my friend. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you got blessed with it last week. It's only right. I get it this week. We still run in these streets looking sexy as ever both of these options are available in crew neck and polos and guaranteed to stay in yours and our closets forever man head over to brixton.com right now at brixton on instagram and at brixton mfg on twitter to stay as fly as me and don How did your time at Circa come to an end before you moved over to Osiris? Oh, I have a really good story too about still being on Circa, but I won't. There, Let's it, hear it, man. I don't know. Is it what kind of like? Is it rated or I don't know if it's R-rated, dog. Okay, <laughs> this rated is, everything goes. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't want Muska to get upset with me, but we were all kind of doing the same kind of thing. And if anything, if anybody should be ashamed, it should be Colt anyhow. But, yeah. <laughs> so it was on that trip that from, so we went from Spain and we were going to Australia on that same trip. And we did a stopover in Singapore and we had a 24 hour Singapore stop. And, um, and we're staying in the Hilton, of course, cause it's circa money. Circa, man. Yeah, it's circa <laughs> money. And like, you know, you're just like, fuck, I feel like I'm, fucking king right now like what are we what are you doing and like all these cool ass dudes again like they're like calling the shots you know like let's do this let's do this and you're like the lowly like a totem pole pro dude and you're like yeah fuck let's do this and so (laughs) like we end up going to this this mall and i'm using air quotations because it was this weird like Every floor had a different kind of vibe going on, and I'll, I'll get into that a little bit more. So you start on the first floor. It's like a discotheque or something, you know, like this weird, like dark fucking like lasers shooting all over the place. And you like, I don't know what the hell to do. So I'm awkward. I go straight to the fucking bar. We're at the bar. And <laughs> so <laughs> this is where it kind of gets a little odd, you know, like we're sitting there and like I get a beer and we get surrounded it's I think at this time it's like me and Colt and like some of the dudes are just kind of like lingering around figuring out what's going on and you know you get an arm put around you and you're like well that's kind of cool and I look over to see what's going on and like it's not it's I'm just gonna cut to the chase it's like a lady boy oh yeah and so they're like do you want to buy us beers and (laughs) I'm like, uh, I'm with these guys. You should probably talk to them. Like, just trying to get it away from me. I don't know what's going on. Like, 
I don't want to make any decisions here. So these guys got money. <laughs> I just point that way. And Colt is like fucking dancing. Like, like, and he's like pointing to himself, doing all these things. And he's like, he's like beer, beer, like cir- putting a circle around. Like I'm buying beer for you, you, you. And we're like, Hey, and eventually somehow like the dude that's showing us around or whatever it is, he's like the higher up you go in the mall, that's like your, I guess it's like the, I don't know if it's like quality or whatever the fuck it is, you know, but like there's certain shit, you know, if you're into lady boys, you're on floor one, if you're into like, you know, and so we're like, Hey, we're going up to like the higher floor, you know, and so we kind (laughs) of left Colt for a little bit and we don't know what happened. (laughs) He eventually made it up there. I think he figured it out, you know, and, um, so to try to like cut this a little short, we, you know, again, we're just following orders. Like I'm a soldier dude. And like, it's like, all right, we're going back to the hotel and Muska and Dev one. And like <laughs> it, the team manager at the time, his name was baby ice. Well, that's obviously not his real name. <laughs> They're like, we're going back. And so we're just following these dudes and a horde of women. I'm not joking you, like 15 or so, well, just ladies of the night. We'll just try to put it a little mm-hmm. nice, you know? And I just remember like traffic just completely stopping and we're, <laughs> we're just walking across the street like 30 deep with like just these ladies, you know, whatever's going on. <laughs> and we, we get to the, the hotel and it's like, the hotel already knows what's going on. They're asking for mm. passports from all the ladies. So I guess the, the ordeal is like, it's okay as long as the ladies leave their passports with the guys at the front desk. Okay. So when they leave, they just pick up their IDs. If nothing is like, you know, if something's stolen or whatever, something, happens, goes, wrong. something yeah. goes wrong, you can figure it out. You know, it's all like kind of a normal kind of thing, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. So they've got their whole prostitution stuff sorted out there. If you ever want to go and try to like have a good time and it's all totally yeah. cool, probably go there. Um, <laughs> so they, yeah, you know, just a horde of ladies of the night crossing the street with us. And we're, we're in this hotel and it just turns into like basically Muska party. And like we're in his room and it got to the point where like he was in the shower and like, he could not, the capacity was full. Like the whole bathroom was full of ladies. You know what I mean? Like, and, and me and Ramen Dead are just sitting there and we're like looking at each other like, this is fucking wild, you know? Like just a fly on the wall, you know? Like, yeah. And me and him are rooming. So we're like, oh, this is cool. We'll just kick it. And he comes out and he's like, everyone leave. And Muska did. And we're like, oh, all right. And there was like, you know, a few of the ladies that couldn't, quite fit into the bathroom at a time and they thought that they should probably just come with us so we were like the the backups for those ladies you know (laughs) (laughs) and we didn't know what to do so we just went back to the room and just started like raging (laughs) i don't know if they were like stoked or they were bummed like they're just like watching these two white dudes (laughs) just get drunk and like run into each other we're like you know i don't know if we're moshing or like what the fuck we're doing we're just drunk having fun and like they just end up fucking going and laying down in our bed and sleeping and we're like all right cool so <laughs> i guess we're just gonna have like a sleeping partner for the night and <laughs> you know wow. I mean, 
So yeah, we just had to like share beds and you know, it was just so odd. And at the end of the day, they're just, or the beginning of the day, sorry, you know, they're just like, all right, well, it was cool. Like, I think they were more hyped that we weren't like, you know, creeps or something. Oh yeah. Okay. So they didn't expect to get paid for the cuddle. Yeah. No, I, I, they were just fucking hyped that we weren't just weirdos. So they were actually more stoked. And I think they wanted to like, kind of hang out longer, you know, like they're just like, fuck it. Like we see what's going on over there. Like maybe we can kick it with you guys for a little bit, you know, like, I don't know. So, yeah, that was that side note. Anyhow, we can go on to now how it ended. I, th- at some point, the so it was always like, I remember one of the big signing deals was like, when I started riding for Circa, was like, you always get business class travel. And I never got any of that, and which was totally fine because I'd always flown economy. economy, you know, like whatever. You go to Australia, 14-hour flight, fucking sucks. But... Yeah. You know, you're fucking on an airplane. Like, I didn't know any better. Like, the other dudes were up at the fucking front end of the bus or airplane. You know, so I'm like, God's oh, cool. Like, I'm going on a fucking skate trip. Shit's paid for. Whatever. It's all good. So that never, like, that never reached my, it never reached me. And then, um, like, some other stuff kind of, like, started, like, trickling down, like, weird stuff. Like, I wouldn't get, like, my my paycheck would show up and then it, like, wouldn't it would bounce or something, you know? And I'd be like, well, this is kind of odd. Like what's going on, you know? And so I'd call them up and they'd be like, oh, it's all good. Don't worry. Like, and then the next one would show up and it bounced. And then the next one showed up and it bounced. And I'm like, well, I'm getting paid for these fees. Like, can I at least get my like fees paid, you know? Yeah. And like, I don't know what's going on over there because I'm up North there's down South and like, Basically, it got to the point where, like, I'm just, like, out of the loop, and I don't know what's going on, and it started feeling a little weird, you know? And I'm like, I don't really know. I I think, and to tell you the truth, when I think about it now, I think they were doing a lot of stuff that was, like, I mean, we'd be involved with, like, some weird techno, like, concert thing going on at the L.A. Bowl or something, and we'd have to go do a demo there, and it wouldn't even be, like, nobody would fucking come and watch us skate, it would be all like this weird fucking techno show where freaks with fucking like pacifiers and like glow sticks and shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So like, we're just doing this demo and then they're like, yeah, stick around for this sweet concert. And we're just like, uh, this is so fucking weird. Like, no, 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 thank you. You know? And so like, I think they had so much shit going on and they were doing so much stuff past, like no one knew really what was going on. And I, I, I think at that point, like, just that was like so minor for them to be like, oh, well, the, the check bounce for this dude, like whatever. Like I wasn't Muska, I wasn't Jamie, I wasn't like some of those dudes. So they're just like, oh, whatever, you know, like it'll sort itself out. And I'm like, I just don't, I didn't like the way that felt, you know? Not at all. No. And, and it was just kind of at that point, I was like, you know what? I was kicking it with like MJ and I was probably still riding for Toy Machine at the time. So I was like kicking with MJ and Jerry and and I was like, you know, like I kind of want to like, I'm talking to these dudes and I kind of want to see like maybe what else is out there. So I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to make a break of it. And I saw MJ, he was fucking riding. He would go to big five, which is a sporting goods store here. And, um, he'd buy Reeboks. And I was like, you know what? There were 39 bucks at the time. And they were really fucking good skate shoes. I still have some at the, I don't know what the hell they were called, but I was like, I was like kind of under his wing. So I was like, fuck it. Like I could afford to like, you know, just buy my shoes from now. And like, I'll just sort it out. And so I was like, all right, I'm just buying, I'm like Reebok dude now. 
Like I'm, and this was not like Reebok wasn't around at the time. I'm just like fucking tennis Reebok fucking yeah. shoe guy. And so I was just riding those things. And that was like it for a while until Osiris came around, I guess. So, mm-hmm. and that was Jerry, like the, lo- the, the hookup was like Jerry and Louie rode for Osiris at the time. So I was like, right. maybe I can like, I don't know, tuck in under your guys' wing and like slide in there or something, you know? Did they end up paying you like those, all those checks that bounced? Did that ever get figured out? Or I don't just... think so. And I think oh, the thing damn. was like, they were kind of going through like a weird little change at the time of like change of guard. Like, I don't know, you know how like it went under for a little bit for a while and then it came mm-hmm. back and now it's still here, yeah. but it's like under the radar sort of. I think they were kind of like going through that first change of guard kind of thing, but I don't okay. know how and where it went. But I was tripping out because I just looked the other day on Instagram and Adrian Lopez has still got a fucking shoe on there and it's still the same shoe from when no I, way. yeah, it's still the same shoe from when I rode for him, which is like, it kind of was like the low profile. It, yeah, it was, simple, right? it was the vulcanized shoe. Like, yeah, it looks, I had a pair of those. Yeah, they were, they're good. <laughs> like, shoe. yeah, absolutely. But I'm just tripping. That's still the same fucking shoe and like he still mm-hmm. rides for him and that's, that's fucking great. That's awesome. Like I'm hyped for him because that's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's crazy. You pulled the plug, yo. Yeah, no, I, I guess you caught the tail end though of the like super glory days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I never really look at that, and I don't like go back and think about any of that shit except for that like Singapore time because that was like <laughs> really odd. And then maybe doing these interviews it makes me think a little more about like you know some of the other random stuff. But there, that was like. Fuck, those were golden years, man. Like, I don't, I don't want to go back and think like, man, I wish I could go back. But goddamn, those were really fucking cool times. So now we're into Osiris and Enjoy. Sure. How did that all get going? I remember I got to the. There's so when we were doing that um, that U.S. tour with Toy Machine, and there was a Toy Machine video that came out. It was like a U.S. I think it was called Sucking the Life or something. So if you mm-hmm. need to like, I you don't need. But if they, anyone wants any reference, you can go and check that out. So it was basically when I first got on, it was me and it was Ed and it was Austin Stevens. And that was just the Toy Machine team. It was three dudes. And obviously Ed was the only uh, pro at the time. So we ended up going on that U.S. tour and he brought like flow dudes along that he was going to try to like maybe introduce to be on the team. And that's when Billy Marks and... Uh, Josh Harmony and I think even this was about the time when Diego Buccieri got on so he might have been the pro at the time and then this dude from Houston um, I'm dude I feel so bad for forgetting his name at the time Neighbors Hard thank you sorry oh Oh, yeah all right so I dude I god I would have fucking shot myself in my penis if I forgot that one Um, (laughs) so we do that we're going on tour and um dudes you know we're fucking it was a little awkward i think like i i think at that time everyone was so scared to like show ed who they were because they were afraid they were gonna like get kicked off so josh harmony apparently had tattoos and he would cover them up he smoked cigarettes and he wouldn't smoke at the time which i've you know he didn't smoke cigs i was like a heavy cigarette smoker and ed loved that he would fucking shoot photos all the time of me it's like smoking cigs and whatever he loved that weird shit you know and it was like this weird culture that he enjoyed so i was like i don't understand later on i found out that josh harmony at the time smoked cigarettes and i was like why didn't you just let them know like who you were and 
So it was just like this weird kind of like feeling on the road. And we ended up getting a lot of fireworks. They show it in that video, Sucking Life. And like, we we're fucking like mixing cocktails like of like 20 ounce bottles of just black powder put in, we bought our own fucking, I don't know the name right now, Wicks. So, you know, and you cut a little hole in the top of the bottle and we made our own little bombs. And uh, <laughs> we're lighting them off. I fucking set Diego on fire with a Roman candle. It like launched, hit the, the the van door and bounced in and caught in the cuff of his jeans. And he couldn't get it out. And it was just like burning, you know, like burning him up. <laughs> and he was yeah, fucking yeah. losing his shit. I hit Ed in the neck with this like missile box. It had 50 missiles in it. And you, we were like holding them at each other pointing, but we'd be like hundreds of yards away. And you, there's no accuracy on those things, you know? So I'm just like pointing it in the general direction. And like, they would just go off to the left, right up, down. And somehow one of them just caught Ed in the neck, like super gnarly, but he wasn't bummed. And so getting to like to some random point, like, um, I think Billy Marks was like, he was taking it into the room and he blew up a toilet. And so I guess, you know, we just all packed up, left town and we get a call from Deanna, Ed's wife. And she's like, hey, uh, there's like a private investigator following you guys. Um, says that you're like wrecking private property. You're blowing up hotel rooms. Like there's all this stuff going on. And like at the time, Billy Marks, I'm throwing him totally under the bus. He fucking blamed me. He said I was the one blowing the toilets up. And, you know, and Damn. I was just like. I come to find out, I'm like, why the fuck? Like, everyone's acting so weird. Why wouldn't you just own up? Like, Ed knows yeah. what's going on, kind of, you know? Like, obviously, they could get paid for at the time. Like, but he throws me under the bus and says it's me. And I was like, all right. I, I kind of like, right then and there, I was little, I was kind of pissed off, you know? I'm like, I don't, I don't like that, you know? And then later on through that trip, like, and I, I, some dudes, I won't even say, I won't even name names, but some dudes were getting really competitive. And they would like kind of learn your demo ending tricks. And wow. so they would do your tricks before you could do them by the end of the, the demo, you know? And it just, right. it just started feeling really fucking weird, you know? And I'm like, I, I don't like this. This doesn't feel like how yeah. I, I feel like this should be. And, um, it's okay. You can say Billy Mark's name. <laughs> My man. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to think of the people you named who would do that maybe yeah well <laughs> and I'm, who would have the skill to do that yeah i'm not saying anything but see, we, <laughs> <laughs> we can figure this all out we're all you know <laughs> semi-smart human beings here and you know i go back home all this stuff kind of like is bubbling around and then dudes are going on like trips to mexico and doing trips and i'm like not involved and so I kind of started like taking a little personal and I was like, you know, like if they're not even going to let me know that, you know, these trips are going on, I just want to at least be told, you know, like, Hey, there's this mm -hmm. trip. These dudes are going here and I don't care why, or if you even tell me like, we just don't want you to go on this one. I would take it personal, but at least I'd understand and I'd know what's going on and I wouldn't yeah. hear it from other people, you mm -hmm. know? And so I was like, you know what? I'm kicking it. Like I said, with MJ, with uh, Louis with Jerry, you know, uh, Jose Rojo, all those dudes already because they're all San Jose guys. And I was like, you know what? Like, I, I want to be with these guys. And so again, like maybe it was that weird little switch of like, I want to be on, you know, just this other company where I feel comfortable or whatever. But this time I was able to 
kind of be, I guess, a man about it, which is kind of odd because I don't know. I, I, I don't know. That was like the first time I'd ever had to do anything like that. And I called Ed and I remember like sitting outside of my house for like two hours and it was like a weird, almost like I'm breaking up with a chick call, you know? And I'm like telling him like, Hey man, you know, I, I'm kind of not, I'm kind of not stoked anymore about how, like what's going on, how I feel like the team and all this stuff, like how I explained to you guys. And I'm like, I just, I think I'd be better off over here, you know, with the enjoy guys. And, um, I feel comfortable with those guys. I'm skating with them every fucking day. And, um, he was like, you know, is it money? And I'm like, no, it's not money at all. Like, I don't even know what we haven't spoke about money or anything like that. I'm just like, it's just the fucking comfortability level. And I like, I like these dudes they are my friends and it's not against, and I fucking love it. I think he's awesome. And he took it so hard and so personal that I, I, I totally feel bad. Cause every time I see him too, I always try to like, Try, I try to make the feeling like it was when we were on tour and shit together and when I wrote for Toy Machine. Yeah. And it's just not that. He won't, he won't like let it be like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So it sucks. It, I, and that was one of those things where like, I, maybe I wish I was like non-confrontational again and I just fucking was like, showed him a, a Toy Machine or a Enjoy Board and just <laughs> broke out. But you know, that was one of those ones where I'm like, all right, I got to do this. And I did it. And I felt like such a fucking prick after too. It sucked. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. You know, it is, you broke up with a chick or two, I'm sure in your lifetime, everyone does. So Ed Templeton, man, it's <laughs> yeah. a tough chick to break up with. Fucking a right. And he's fucking awesome too. I love that guy. He's great. I still have, I, there's no, nothing, no bad things to say about him. And that wasn't the reason why I left ever. So mm-hmm. it was all Billy Marks, man. Oh, fuck okay. <laughs> Fucking snitch. Yeah. (laughs) Snitching and biting my man's tricks, yo. I bet you he was trying to three flip lip shit before you could get to it. See, you see my finger? I'm pointing right at you, man. (laughs) He learned that trick on that trip, dude. (laughs) See, I know these things. I didn't know you rode for Toya, but I can put two and two together. You definitely did know he rode for Toy Machine. You can forget something. Over yeah, that's time. true. Maybe I forgot, yeah. but I, but he wasn't in <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like you, give him you another had the chance. tour video. Yeah, you had the tour video, but you must have left before like yeah. um, the bag of or not bag of suck. Uh, what was what was the one with Butcher's last part called again? So the thing is, I know like, and I think I had footage for that shit, and I don't even know where the footage ended up going for that. There's some stuff that is probably still floating out in there. So the very first Damn. 360 flip lip slide I ever filmed or shot photos of, the ad came out, but I don't think the, the footage ever came out. And it was on that rail that Heath did the backtail kickflip on, the green square mm. rail. Right. I don't even know where it was because I was just brought there, maybe Newport Beach or I don't know exactly where. But um, I don't think the footage ever came out of that that uh, that Damn. whole like session. So... And we ended up going to like some hubba in Compton. Um, a lot of people skated out. I couldn't even pull out any information about that. But I did a kick with five zero on that the same day, and then that shit's just gone in the wind. You know, like who knows? Like who has it? You know, which is cool because I don't. I don't know if I ever even like filmed another like kick flip five zero ever on a hubba. But I was just so like hopped up on toy machine, like so sick. Yeah, backside? I was just so hyped. Yeah, kick flip back. Oh, fuck! I wish it was frontside. Goddamn. Ooh. That's a tough one, man. Dude, I hate I hate when that kind of shit happens. There's just some prime footy of you out there 
you maybe know what, it's though? deleted I'm, maybe it's floating around other shit came out that i probably didn't like and that's what fell into place so <laughs> fuck it <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, that's why I love that uh, Bastion's part came out like ten years the after the fact. The lost was part rumored about. Yeah, it was supposed to be his flip. Extremely sorry part. Like ah. it's sick when when we get to finally see that shit. It's the season of championships, and CHPO brand is still here to hook y'all up. The Raptors are getting their rings, and our fans are getting watches and sunglasses, and it's as easy as this. One of CHPO's Nando watches is named after a band. Figure out which one it is and email us three of their song names, and you'll be winning that watch and a pair of crispy sunglasses. Email your answers to thebuntlive at gmail.com, and you're going to have your very own CHPO box showing up at your door. So we talked about Bag of Suck just real quick before. Your part was well-rounded and beautiful, but it ends with that kickflip over the rail that you got robbed on. <laughs> Does that still eat at you? And you have any Not at plans all. to go back and finish it? No, that, that was in Australia. And I, I honestly think like if, I mean, last time I went there, I fucking folded my foot in half and broke three of the five uh, metatarsals. And... Um, that fucking flight is so heinous, dude. Like I said, it's like 14 hours. I don't even know where the hell that, that spot is. I saw Dane Berman like skating it in like a story or on his, one of his posts. And people were hitting me up in that like post tagging me and they didn't say why. And I'm like, what the fuck are you tagging me for? Like, <laughs> and uh, I start looking and I'm like such a doofus. I don't understand. And I think a lot of people think I landed it and it just never came out or something. But I for sure, for the record, never landed it. No. My feet, that the one that they show, like my hands are down. I baker makered it, or whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah. No disrespect yeah. to baker or whatever. Um, <laughs> but that was like that was it. And it, dude, it's like a fucking fourteen stair. Like, am I gonna fucking go back and kick flip over a fourteen stair rail? It's probably like I don't know how high, ten or eleven feet. Like, probably mm-hmm. not. Am I gonna like? Can I go? Unless one, hey, anyone in Australia, if you want to fucking fly me out for free. Put me up, buy me food, and then maybe possibly pay for my uh, hospital bills. And yeah, sure, I'll fucking try it. Like, why not? You know. But yeah. other than that, like, no, I don't need at me. Like, I like. Is there a I new like circuit out there somewhere or something? <laughs> yeah, is there another circuit that wants to pay for me to fly out there? Shit. No, you know, like if you fucking, I don't know. There might be like dudes out there that are like that, but honestly, like as far as in my head, like I fucking made it and I didn't really make it. But that's close no, enough can't. for I me. Can't that. I don't give a shit. You <laughs> know what perfect. I mean? Yeah. Like I was could that probably a go to, ad? It was a Circa ad. Full non-make for a Circa ad. <laughs> my feet fucking were on it, dude. That <laughs> I was, was like away. one of my favorite kickflip <laughs> photos. I, I think that was like one of the ones I put on my wall or some shit. Like I vividly I'm sorry. that. Oh, oh no. It's all, I don't care. <laughs> it wasn't yeah, even a make. I'm sorry. The photo was butter as hell. Back yeah. foot catch. I appreciate it. I don't even know. Like, I, I don't even think I could kickflip like that anymore. I wish it. I don't know. Maybe I can. It's in there somewhere. I just. I mean, do you want to fucking try to kickflip a 14 stair today? Probably not. That shit oh, yeah. just. Hell no. Nah. It doesn't seem very appealing, right? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> like, the, first of all, you can get fucking smoked. Second of all, if you do, you're going to be spending a little bit of time jumping down it, which means you're probably not going to be walking for, like, the next three days anyways. Mm. Yeah. And these days, like, I kind of have 
things that I need to do that involve walking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't just get, get out like, of bed tomorrow. Yeah. I don't get paid to like lay in bed and be sore anymore. That just doesn't <laughs> fucking work. Yeah. I mean, I, Hey, if there's anyone out there that wants to fucking sponsor me to lay in bed, <laughs> I'll try those tricks. Shit. Yeah, I guess if it didn't work at that age, it's been probably a decade or something. You know, the thing is, though, you go on those trips and you get literally a half an hour or an hour at one spot. Mm-hmm. And it's like you never go back. Yeah. So there's no way I could go back anyway. So I'm not like it was one of those things, too. I'm like, it never bothered me. I never think like, fuck, I got to go back because there's no way on earth I'm ever going back. I don't know <laughs> where it is. I know it's on the continent of Australia, but, I, I you know, I... I'm never going to get a chance to go back because it's not like, you know, it's not Buster Bale or whatever the fuck it may be, the Thrasher Contest or whatever. So, but again, if someone wants to pay for it, bring me on out. I'll fucking do it. Yeah, we'll go too. Yeah. Bring <laughs> these dudes out too. Fuck. Fuck it, man. We got, yeah. Brian, one ticket make, by three. Let's go. That's the same shit. You put it on a credit card, you just pay for it later. <laughs> <laughs> so that kickflip was very legal in our books. Super butter. Uh, hey, I appreciate it. But we talk about mm-hmm. illegal tricks here sometimes at the bunt, actually every week. Mm-hmm. That's and, cool. Uh, I like illegal. In your bag of suck part, you yep. dropped a nose grind to lip slide on a handrail. That's totally illegal. We're just one. Yeah. How long did it take uh, for the cops to apprehend you after that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Templeton was had might have given you a call after that one too. Yeah, right? Deanna. She's like, hey man, there's a private investigator on no, your. No, you ass. did it in your trans world part too. The <laughs> yeah. new trans world part. <laughs> yeah, you know what, That's man? Sometimes you you run out of tricks and you just gotta fucking do something, man. There's a fucking filmer there. Shit gets all heated and you're like, what can I fucking do to get these dudes off my ass? <laughs> you just throw out a fucking illegal <laughs> trick and maybe you just want to see how they're like if you can trust them or not and if you pull that shit and they don't they don't say anything you're like well i guess i can't trust them yeah. <laughs> shot in the dark at a new trend man who knows the shit you know, might that, stick that day was super odd too anyways it was like i was kicking it with mj we were down south in like some random los angeles county area i don't know where it was it was a diy spot a Ty Evans spot, yeah. I think. And I remember like getting, I was so fucking bored cause we were there forever and I didn't have a trick for it really that I wanted to try. It was like fully sackable. Like oh, yeah. there was no, you know what I mean? It was like off of a loading dock. So, and it was wide square. So if anything, you're getting the whole fucking, the whole kit, you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. You're getting the B hole, you're getting the balls and you're getting the ding dong. And it's just, there's <laughs> no way around it. So I'm just sitting there, and sure enough, I guess maybe nose grind lip slide. It seemed like did you I like doing nose. Gr- I did, and I'm sure like I thought maybe like the next step would be like a nose grind revert, and like, I like that trick, you know, nose grind fakey. And for some reason, I don't know what happened, but I guess I did the nose grind lip slide, and Ty Evans didn't say anything to me because he didn't know Can't who trust I was. Him, doc. He probably thought like this is probably his normal trick, and if I said that's whack, then he might get upset. So uh, you know what's funny is I was actually gonna make the joke that that clip would have been an epic banger and fully flared because it was full of wacky tricks like that, and then hey. you said you were skating with Mark Johnson and Ty Evans who were working on that video, so it makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. Body burials and all kinds of weird shit, right? So speaking of rails, you've been a rail skater since you were a youngin. Where did all the gnarliness come from, man? Why are you so into handrails? I'm not anymore at all. <laughs> I'll tell you that right fucking now. I, you know what it is? I think it's like I've always been the kind of kid where like I'm bored and like I just want 
to like feel scared or like just something to make me like I didn't again I didn't like I didn't really do drugs when I was a kid uh I mean I smoked weed really really young and I felt like that would affect my skateboarding so I was like I was fucking over it I'm talking like fourth grade to sixth grade smoking weed mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know, I smoked cigarettes at that age too. And I was just like, you know what? This is not going to be conducive to skateboarding. And at that age, it was skateboarding was such like, and even to my, like nowadays, but I, this is real life now. I can do other things and not feel bad. But um, I just thought like, you know what? That's in the way. And I, I just want to fucking skateboard. And um, the only, I, I didn't fucking hook up with chicks. I, I just wanted to fucking skate. And the only way I could feel like something was like, I would probably scare the shit out of myself. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense at all, it would make me kind of come out of my body a little bit to be like, I I would literally be so fucking scared. I'm shaking. I I had, and then somehow I'd have to turn my brain off and just be able to just try it. And I kind of liked the way that felt like I had, it was almost like controlling the uncontrollable for me. Right. If that, I, I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but like, Again, like I said, I was so fucking scared. If I try one and I don't die, I'm like, all right, then maybe I can try two. Mm -hmm. And if I try two, you know, and I'm like baby stepping my whole way through it, unless like certain rails like that are just too fucking long. But by that time, you've already like you've already done enough Smith grinds or lip slides or feeble grinds to know that like you know what you're doing is probably going to fucking work out unless a freak accident shows up. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'll, and you know what, dude? I want to fucking just mention, too, when I rode for Powell, like, skating with dudes like Paul Mack now, too. Like, oh. I don't know. He is a fucking beast, dude. Yeah. He, beast. like, he got... He's, he's, you know, a little wacky Canadian guy. Like, I don't know if that, like, per, if that makes any sense to you guys, but, like, down here, like, people probably didn't give him the respect that he needed because of whatever mm-hmm. like maybe his his fucking full vancouver accent or whatever it may have been like mm-hmm. but that dude like skating with that guy like i'd seen him do some shit and he made me do some stuff that i probably wouldn't have done otherwise like yeah he like normalizes rails. the gnarly shit so you feel like absolutely it's, it's he just normal. goes and crooked grinds an 18 stare and you're like that's okay well i guess i gotta like kind of try to do something <laughs> and I'm like am dude so i'm like i'm gonna try a feeble it because i can't I mean, he crook grind it, so fuck fuel grind it. Try it, why not? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like I, I, I still like fucking feeling scared, but goddamn, like I've been hurt so much in the last like six to seven years that like I'm just and I don't I don't get paid like I did before, so it's not worth it for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck, mm-hmm. I can't just get smoked and like I gotta like go and do other things to make me money. That like I can't just go and try to fucking skate a fifteen stair handrail casually like I used to. So oh, it makes but sense. But goddamn, it would be awesome. Yeah. So we heard you had a little incident on Instagram. Why did uh, Bill Strobeck get mad at you on there? So around my parts, like when the high water pants came into trend you know Mm -hmm. that was about the time well obviously like a video comes out and everybody around you at the skate park is running that new trend oh yeah so it was and and then this is just the way like it was called around my neck of the woods they called them cherry pants Mm -hmm. because of the cherry video yeah and so and again i'm not like and i never i'm so non-confrontational i don't ever want to fucking piss people off like i have an opinion just like everybody else yeah and I, I fucking hate high waters, you know what I mean? Like, 
I, that's just the way I look at it. Like, what are you waiting around for? The fucking water to come up in the river? Like, you know, like there, if there's a reason that you're fucking wearing high waters, then I, you're totally scot-free and that's cool. You know what? And you know what? You're cool if you wear them too. I don't even, it, it's not even that big a deal. I just don't prefer them. I'll never wear high water pants. Yeah. And so somehow I think like I, I left like a comment saying like cherry pants or nice cherry pants Uh-oh. or like you're wearing some, you know what I mean? And like, it didn't even dawn on me because that's just what it, we called them around my neck of the woods at the time. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I get a fucking DM and it's like on, and I'm like, I'm like freaking out because I pissed somebody else off and I'm like, whoa, shit. Like I, I now I have to own up to it, you know? And I told him, I'm like, Hey man, like no disrespect straight up. Like that's just what we call them around San Jose. Like that's what they were called. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And I told him, I'm like, I didn't, I didn't want to piss you off and I'm sorry it had nothing to do with your video that you like you're the name of your video or you filming it or like whatever that's just cherry dropped and that next day everybody at the fucking skate park had like pants like that you know what I mean yeah and so like that's just where it went and I didn't again so I'll throw out another fucking apology like I did before I'm sorry Bill like it wasn't it wasn't anything that was like Mm aimed at you or aimed at the cherry video or anything like that so that's that and hopefully it's all water under the bridge so <laughs> i don't know it people hold on to grudges for a long time over silly shit so You're fucking water knows? under the pants man who knows yeah absolutely yeah he's a big boy you know like i'm sure there's other shit going on in his life that he doesn't have to fucking be thinking about me so a little high water under the bridge. It's all yeah. good. Yeah, absolutely. I take the high road. You take the fucking low road. We're all good. <laughs> so can you take us behind the scenes on your last trick, the back 50 in your Osiris part? It stood out to us because you're going so fast at a kink rail, which seems absolutely insane. What was that sesh like? Never gets old. That's the video. That is at San Jose High. And it was like one of those things where we had a homie. His name is Matt Rogers. He frontside 50 50 it. But he crept at the fucking thing and he got on the down part, which is like, I can't even fucking believe that. Like, that was so cool that he did that. You know, that's how I would do it going hella slow. (laughs) Well, their chances of getting smoked going that slow is like, you know, the the chances are you're going to fucking sack is probably way higher. So my, every time, this is my theory for skating rails, no matter if it's, they're big, they're small, they're fucking tall, they're low. I'm going to fucking go fast. So if anything weird happens, I'm just going to jump out past it. Yeah. Like, I don't care if it's like a fucking 10 foot drop from where I jump out. I would rather do that than somehow get tangled up and pitched onto my neck. You remember like Jeremiah Vance by any chance? Oh, Road yeah, yeah. original scorpion. That scorpion, dude. Yeah. I mean, shit like that. Thank you guys for remembering that. Cause that kind of stuff, like I can't, I couldn't even, I'm like, I'm just going to go fucking 10 times faster than I need to and just try it and see where it goes. And that was one of those things. So like it, it fucking worked out and I didn't break my dick on that one, which eventually later on in life I did. Yeah. We could share that later too, but um, no broken dick for me. This is great. So yeah, we watched your newer transworld part. It came out like October, 2017. You're still skating a bunch. You got yeah. another part left in the tank or what? Dude, I'm, I would love to, honestly, I just, these these days I got like I got such a short amount of time to go out and skate that like when I do I'm not 
And it, it's not anything against not trying to film anything, but I'm just trying to fucking get my legs and have my legs consistently feel good. I, I, I just want to go out and, like, have fucking fun. And, like, that even leads to me feeling really, like, sore and out of it. But I, I'll go, like, I'll go and skate a park all day, you know? And I would love to go out and fucking shoot photos. But these days you got, what, how many magazines are left? One. One. It's crazy. One fucking magazine. You know how many fucking filmers or photographers are left to film or shoot photos in all of San Francisco? I, I don't know. One, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm so fucking like Joe Brooke, he moved. He shot for Thrasher. He moved to Portland. Slap is out of business. So those dudes are like the yeah. dudes that shot photos for that. Don't do that. Transworld, they were doing, they would have freelance dudes. They're not doing, you know, Transworld is no more except for online. So most of those dudes aren't getting paid that were doing freelance shooting photos. So I can't hit them up if, even if I like, you know, had a free weekday to go shoot a photo because they're working, I'm working. And then, you know, like it may not even get ran. So it's, it's fucking tough these days, dude. Yeah. Reggie, it's, it's harsh. You got to get on the sesh with Chico Brenes, man. Do you, I don't know if you Dude, follow him on Instagram. He's absolutely pumping out clips and photos fucking yeah. all the time. Yeah, but he's up at like fucking 530 in the morning skating Potrero Hillscape Park. And goddamn, like if I'm going to meet up at 530 in the morning, I got to wake up at 330 here to get there. <laughs> true, true. That's an early one. Yeah, I can't go skate with him for four hours in the morning and then go to work after. Yeah. I just, it's not going to work. <laughs> No, I do follow him. He's fucking awesome, too. Like, I just saw him last uh, Sunday. Sick. So we only got one question left. What's next for sure. Caswell Barry? But we also want to hear the story about you breaking your dick that you were talking about. Yeah, we could throw that in there, so too. Throw so throw that should one I do in the... there and then tell us what's next for Caswell. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, yeah. I don't want to end it on a fucking bad note. All right, cool. So I'm, like, sitting at home. I think Jose Rojo is skating this, this rail. I had a Venture ad on it. I did like a nose grind revert on it. Um, it's so one side and it's not even a rail. It's like a flat bar. So there's one side of it is like, it's basically a two step, but it's a one step gap and a curb mm-hmm. and the rail goes out and it's really fucking mellow. And there's another side where the ground goes down kind of like a, um, wheelchair ramp. Okay. And so I had board slid it before down the wheel wheelchair ramp side, which is higher. So you got to hit it from the top. But if you hit it from the other side where it's like the stair gap curb, it's lower. And, um, I get there and I'm doing, you know, just normal shit, like a front board on the lower side. Um, don't know what else. And I'm thinking like, maybe I did a board slide on the wheelchair side again. And I'm like, well, I could try to do something new, film something. It'll be cool. So I get into it. I try a crooked grind. I get into it, grind it to the end. And I'm like fucking hyped because it's tall and I'm not like an ollie dude. So I've never been like known for ollieing really fucking high. Mm -hmm. And I'm like thinking, cool, you know, like I got some pop today, you know, I'm feeling good. I try another one and I think I either jump out at the end or I land and it's really rough ground. So I kind of just get pitched forward and I'm thinking nothing of it. And I try the third one. And I go to Ollie and I think I just really tried to pop the fuck out of it. And my board just stayed behind me. And I go to crooked grind it with like no board. And so my foot gets on the rail like a crooked grind and it slips over. And I go and I I sack the rail. And it's so mellow that like I don't get pitched forward really. I just fucking hit it. And I, I from what I can think now is 
my ding dong must have like pulled between my legs and towards my butthole and like it, it something tore in there you know and so like i had no idea at the time i hit the ground and i'm like damn my fucking like i haven't sacked in a while this is odd and then i just feel this really odd burning feeling and i'm like <laughs> this is fucking weird you know like all right and i stand up and i'm talking to the dudes like filming i'm like fuck okay that was really weird and then all of a sudden i feel something coming out of my dick and i'm like i'm like i'm not peeing but i feel like i gotta pee really bad and we're at this it's a church and so i go in there and there's this fucking dude jamming on the guitar like fucking john mayer like just laying down these weird solos by himself in the in the church and I'm like, I'm using the bathroom. He doesn't even, he just hardly looks up. He continues jamming. And I hit the bathroom. And the second I like pull down my pants to take a whiz, like about a half ounce of pee comes out. And then I'm like shotgunning blood oh, all oh. over the toilet. It hits the back. It hits the walls. It's Jesus. like, it's a fucking shotgun spray, dude. And at that point, I'm like, I'm lightheaded as fuck. And I'm like, put my hand on the wall and I'm almost falling over. And I'm like trying to like figure out what the fuck's going on. And I come out and I tell Jose, I'm like, hey man, you got to fucking drive my car. We got to go to the hospital right now. I'm like, can you drive a stick? And he's like, yeah, I can drive a stick. And I'm like, get in the fucking, get in the car right now. And we drive to the hospital and there's way more to it. But either way, I ended up ripping my urethra Luckily, I didn't do it all the way in half. So, it's, you know, it's like a tube. I did one side of the fucking tube. Because if it was, like, totally detached, I'd have to have surgery and all this stuff. They basically shove their fingers in my ass twice. Oh, whoa. One time wasn't enough. Yeah, he's going to break it down like that. <laughs> uh, the first time, the doctor never reported what the outcome was of that. So they had to do it again. <laughs> so they had, like, the <laughs> official... No, yeah. And the lady was like, she's she's like, hey, I'm Indian, so my fingers are small. It's cool. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, that makes it totally cool. <laughs> Damn. So she does that, and then they're like, okay, you know, your rectum's intact or whatever the fuck they're looking for. I don't know. And um, so they shove, a, a you know, a, a tube in my pee hole all the way up into my bladder and the second they do that, I'm like, I got to fucking piss like crazy. And uh, they're like, yeah, that's totally normal. That's normal. I'm like, all right, cool. And the whole time I'd been asking, I'd been there for like two and a half hours. I'm asking for some pain meds. And every time I ask, they're like, yeah, they're coming in. They're coming in. They're coming in. They come in after they shove. This is two and a half hours later. They shove the, the tube up my, my dingus. And then they give me morphine. And I'm like on fucking cloud nine, like not even, I'm not even real. Like I'm melting, you know what I mean? Like this is like, I've never felt anything like that. And they're trying to explain to me what do I got to do to like stay alive, to keep my shit sorted out clean and all that stuff. Luckily my old lady was there and she's like taking notes for me. And uh, they're like, you're going to stay. And I'm like, I'm not going to stay. And I just fucking leave. And... Um, so I had this fucking catheter inside of me and I'm walking around with a bag like tied around my, my ankle at the bottom and I'm walking around just sloshing around with all this piss because it just dri it drips out on its own, you know? Yeah. And uh, my birthday comes around and I'm fucking running around with a fucking catheter on me and I'm emptying it out in the streets like on the curb at like, 
you know, if I go out for the night or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, and nice. uh, <laughs> it gets to the point where I run out of pain meds and shit is not cool. I'm like tripping out so hard. I'm like, I'm in bed shaking my legs, doing the pee dance, you know, like trying to figure it out. Like I'm like, all right, cool. All right, all right, all right. It's four, it's five in the morning. I go to the doctor the next day. I'm like, hey, I, dude, I'm, I have to fucking piss all the fucking time. I feel super gnarly. It's itchy in my pee hole. Meanwhile, I'm cleaning it out with like wipes and doing all this shit you have to do. And they're like, all right, well, let's just take a sample of your piss. And so, you know, I empty out the bladder bag and they're like, oh, you have, you know, urinary tract infection. And I'm like, oh, okay. And they're like, yeah, that's really common for that kind of stuff. And I'm like, cool. All right, give me my meds. I go home. Shit doesn't clear up in a half a week. Every night I'm up at four or five in the morning, shaking my legs, freaking the fuck out. And I go back in and they're like, yeah, no one called you. You had a bladder infection too. Oh, man. Like I had two fucking infections, but you give me something for one infection? What Jesus. the fuck is going, you know, like, does anyone figure out what's going on here? Yeah, yeah we got to put our fingers in your ass one more time. <laughs> yeah, come on, let's just finger your butthole. It'll be cool. Like, <laughs> God, dude. But the thing is, like, of all, like, and how traumatic and gnarly that was, like, yeah. 30 people seen me naked. They saw my dick that day. Like, dudes, like, were like, this is another little side note. Dude was like, watching me get my shit fucking sorted out and he's like rubbing i'm gonna stand up so he's rubbing his shit like this on my foot and he's like can you feel that and i'm like can i feel what like he's like and then he puts his hand on my foot and he's rubbing my foot he's like can you feel this and i'm like yeah i could also feel your fucking nuts on my foot too like (laughs) what are you doing and then that dude disappeared and i never saw him the entire time after that like no clue where he went what the fuck his deal was (laughs) but he was out and so but of all things like that healed up the best and i have like the least complications of like anything so my urethra and my dick is fine but like my foot and my ankle still feel like shit like randomly i wake up one day you know so i wonder if that dude who disappeared was dirty john oh i don't know if you saw that documentary (laughs) mr netflix <laughs> it very well could have been, dude. I don't know what the fuck was going on there, but I never saw that dude ever again. And I was like tripping out. I'm like, to this day, I'm like, who the fuck was that guy? Does he still have a job? Like, <laughs> no, is he, work- he wasn't even he just some random there. dude. Yeah. No, he just oh. showed up, and with all the commotion, there's like 15 people in there, like <laughs> cutting my pants off, like. And then all the while, I didn't even get any fucking pain meds either. So everyone's doing so much shit, and they don't even know what's going on. Yeah. This dude could just rub his dick and balls on my foot and be, like, getting off. You like, feel this? <laughs> Tell me you feel this. <laughs> Are you feeling my dong on your foot? <laughs> yeah? Okay, I'm out. <laughs> so, so that's that. Beautiful. Let's end it on a good note, man. What's next for Caswell yeah. Barry? What's the plan? Dude, I don't know, man. I hopefully fucking just, I just skating. That's it. I just want to skateboard and want to fucking not be hurt. And mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully someone wants to fucking pay me for doing the shit I used to do, but God knows, you know, <laughs> maybe I'll become a fucking, uh, a stunt dude or something. I don't fucking know. I like yeah, Sluggo boys styles, man. Yeah. Fucking a right. There's, there's so many things, but uh, you just got to get good at talking to people, and I'm kind of shitty at that. So You did good today, man. I'm drunk. Don't <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Y'all know what time it is. It's Rapid Fire with the Ghost. And this week, we honored to be brought to you by Thunder Trucks. Karan Gale's new stamp series Pro Truck colorway, inspired by his cat Rami, is hitting shops worldwide real soon. Available in 148 hollow lights. Go into your local skate shop and tell them you ain't leaving until they get it. You heard me? Big shout out to KGZ for his new part and cover version. If you haven't seen it, you already know what the fuck it is. Go see it now. Get the video and get the trucks. Caswell, you ready to hop into this rapid fire? Let's do it. All right. Favorite skater? Steve Cab, Brian Anderson, uh, Wade Spire. Favorite video? Propaganda. Old pal video. Favorite video part? Hands down. Wade Spire Think Dedication video. Favorite style? Uh, high water pants. <laughs> no, 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 like favorite skater style. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just uh, Phil Shaw, he fucking ruled. He's great. Sick. That All was Colt Cannons too. Yeah, he's fucking good. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? Fuck. I mean, when I, when I was younger, like rail dude was like obviously Jamie Thomas. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth. He's not even known. I'll just say Sami Mietinen. He's from fucking Finland. He uh, and Yanni, fucking Yanni Alaitiala too. Fuck those dudes. They're fo- both Finland. Sick. They're so goddamn good. Favorite trick? Uh, grind is a feeble, three sixty flip flip trick. I don't know. Just a backside air on vert ramp is so fucking awesome. It's like the best feeling ever. So it, it, that's the one to fucking aspire to have. So hardest trick for you? Hard flip. Kickflip is a fucking hard trick. Yo, real shit. Dude, to make it look good, fuck. Kickflip is really fucking hard, so. Most illegal trick. Even though it's not an illegal trick, the reason why I chose it to be illegal was because the way it was performed. Tyrone Olsen, also better known as T-Bone, in the storm, he does a line with a three-flip. Solid gold. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? I'll just say the kickflip, maybe in Man Down over that like weird dirt. Uh, the, the one that Jerry did, Switch Ollie Switch on. Ollie. Yeah, yeah okay. I don't know. That one, Sick. people like that one, so I'll just go with that one. Yeah, Do people teams. like that? Fuck, I'll just go. Yeah, the, I'll go with what? Fuck, I'm an idiot. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Gnarliest go trick ahead. you've ever witnessed? I've seen. Jerry do his fucking Ollie back heel down the Lincoln 13 or whatever Ooh, it is in SF. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, yeah, absolutely. Ooh. I tried an ollie flip that thing, and it did no. not work out whatsoever. But he Damn. fucking ollie back healed it, and that, like, dude, I was hard as a rock, let me tell Damn. you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fingers in the ass, that thing. Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely, dude. <laughs> Caress my fucking, <laughs> my insides on that one. Best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film? I, not falling. Fuck, dude. Anytime I'm not falling is a great, great trick. <laughs> What's the one trick that got away? I will just say that kickflip from Australia. Oh, just yeah. to round it out, you know, so people mm-hmm. know. Because I don't fucking know half the time. <laughs> I like you guys because you actually know shit that I've done that I don't even know I've done. So <laughs> you do research. <laughs> What's the last new trick you learned? This might have been a while, too. But like on a flat bar, like a, a front blunt like big spin flip to fakie sick sick i've i've done one let me just throw this out there i've done one That's dope usually my rule of thumb is you have to do three but 
I'm sure if I sat there and spent enough time, I'd land two more. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. If that was a rule, I Don't haven't, learned, me, I haven't learned a lot of tricks. <laughs> a lot of ledge tricks. What's your dream job after skating? Fucking watching hockey games. Dude. Or like playing video games, you know, like video game tester. Favorite local brand? Grimple Sticks. I like Frank Gerwer a lot too. He's on there like along my favorite Sick. pro skaters or he's really fucking, he's a genuine human being, really fucking cool. He likes dogs. I like dogs. And uh, he's never ever like seemed like he's acted any like too cool or anything anytime I see him interacting with people. So I want to throw yeah. that out there. He's a fucking awesome, genuine, great dude. Grimple Sticks is tight. It's not even, I mean, it is a company, but it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Enjoy. I mean, that's local. Dope. Favorite local skater? Matthew Hal- Hathaway, Halba, we call him. He's a big fucking bunt fan. Jeez. You listen to this, buddy. You're my fucking favorite skater for this one. Local yeah. style. Shouts to You're, Matthew, eh? He's our hey. favorite local skater, too. Yeah. Hey, he's like, he's like, every time I see him, he's like, is there any room in the industry for a 40 year old fucking, <laughs> what does he always say, factory sponsored skater? <laughs> right I love it, is. dude. He's got a gift of gab, and I love that human being. So, Halba, I love you, buddy. Shouts to Halba. Dude, yeah. Halba, hit the post office, man. We want yeah. to hear Goddamn right. Dog. Holla at you. Yeah. Emails in the buttlive at gmail.com, dog. Yeah. Favorite teammate ever? Oh, shit. There's too many. I'll just say Colt, because he fucking ruled. He is a fucking weirdo, and he listened to Britney Spears. And That's what we heard. He, <laughs> and he owns it, dude. He, I love anybody that can own anything fucking odd like that. But goddamn, he's a fucking psycho, too. Worst teammate ever. We already spoke about that, dude. BM, dude. Yeah, Woo! sorry. Hey, man, I'm throwing it out there right now. We can kick it, but goddamn, you bum me out a lot of times. Billy. Shit, I, dude, I don't I even do it. that, dude. I feel so... I'm, <laughs> fuck, I'm nah, an dog. asshole. He snitched dude. on your ass, yo. He can, hey. he can handle a worst yeah, teammate ever award. He's fine. Yeah, uh, he's good like that. Worst company? It's called Lars Tetten. He had ads in Transworld where he was wearing a kilt, and they would, like, somehow, like... He had metal boards with, like, holes cut in the metal board, and it was, like, the board lasts forever. And he, they would, like... They would weld a board into a fucking like salad grind position on a rail and he would stand on it. And he was this old, like 40 some 50 year old dude with like a kilt on. And they like, he was a, it was Lars Tetons. I don't know. Like that, you could look that up. <laughs> Worst trend. I really hate the the trap music edits on Instagram these days, yeah. dude. They're just all the same. I, you, dude, you're trying to be like, like an individual and be different and all that shit, but like you're just like everybody else. And that's like for me, like skateboarding is skateboarding and you can, you know, you're all individuals no matter what. You're a fucking individual. You do not need to wear high water pants. You don't need to listen to trap music. You don't need to do all this stuff to be different. Mm-hmm. Just don't, if you want to be fucking different, don't do what your fucking friends are doing straight up. Yeah. And I'll, dude, and you don't have to have my fucking respect, but dude, at least know that you're, you're a different dude. You know, or you're not, not even a dude, chick skate too. You're just a different human being. Like, yeah. so be, being like everybody else, that's the worst trend. Straight up. Real talk. Absolutely. Worst style. Me. Last person you want on the sesh. Fuck, man. That doctor, dog. <laughs> yeah, dude. That guy rubbing his junk on my foot for sure. Thank you for the answer <laughs> that, dude. Any, any fucking doctor for that matter. They always try to tell you, you're too, are you too old for this? 
Get the fuck out of here with that shit. So doctors and Billy Marks will take it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. I'll skate with Billy Marks nowadays too. <laughs> fuck it. I'm not like that's all. That's all done and gone. You know. Mm-hmm. I just uh, skateboarding is fucking cool, and I just want to skateboard. Period. So, whatever. All right, y'all. That's gonna wrap up our interview with Caswell. Man, thank you so much for taking some time to step inside Studio E and answer our questions. No, guys, I fucking I appreciate it. It was awesome. Thank you for making me feel fucking comfortable. And I don't know. I like I like you guys. Thanks. Man. <laughs> How about that? That's dope. We'll just end it with that. Thank you, guys. You guys rule. And everyone out there that listens, you guys are cool, too. And Halba, shout out. And anyone I mention this, if I said I hate you, I don't. And <laughs> I'm the worst dude ever, so fuck me. And I love everyone Come else. Come on, so. dog. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> don't, don't be down on yourself. Yeah. You're... Straight up one of my favorite skaters over the years. So appreciate if I could give you, you a fucking time. high five, you just I, did. I will do that. Cool, man. <laughs> All good. Hell yeah. Love you guys. you guys. Take her well. easy. The bunt rules. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You rule. Thanks, guys. Well, absolutely. See you guys later. You know what time it is. It's the post office brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And this week, we talking the America Winkowski collab. Eric Winkowski is a true rarity. He sees life through a different lens than most. So when America worked with him to design a shoe, something special started to emerge. Inspired by his love and appreciation for the 80s, he wanted to create his all-time dream shoe, even if that shoe comes from a different era. The Omen High is a shoe you cannot miss. Head down to your local skate shop and get yours before it's too late. Let's get into these emails, man. You've got mail. All right, first up, we got an email from Colin Howells. What's up, guys? Colin from Park City, Utah. Love the pod. Wasn't the biggest fan at first, but once I listened to a few, (laughs) I've gotten hooked. Been listening to them all in reverse order. Seems kind of cool that way. Anyways, noticed so many of your guests when asked what their favorite sports moment is, they say, oh, I know nothing about sports and don't have one. Like, really? You can't think of one single thing and you're a pro athlete? And haven't you researched the show you're going on at all? In high school, I hated jock sports, but I think that it was just I didn't like the kids that played football at my school. Now I love watching pretty much all sports. Just took growing up a little, I guess. Why do you think so many skaters hate on sports? And do you think it's different now in schools since skateboarding is so widely accepted and becoming a so-called sport? No offense, Mr. Rogers. Did you guys have a similar situation growing up? Anyways, it was good to hear a podcast that talked about sports and skating since I'm such a big fan of both now. Keep it up, boys. Killing it. I don't think we had the same problem growing up, probably because we were on the sports teams as well as, as, well as the skaters. Yeah, Donald, you were on your hockey team. Rugby, played all sorts of sports. I played volleyball sometimes too. I mean, anything was better. Like you get to go to practice, you get to go on these games. Yeah. Anything was better than high school, man. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I did some had some stints on the soccer team, volleyball for sure, and basketball every year. But I also think that we went to kind of smaller high schools, so there weren't so many people. So you're like almost friends with everyone. You knew everyone pretty good. Yeah, that's true. And as far as uh, why do skaters hate on sports? I don't know if it's they necessarily hate on them. They're just more, you know, not into them. They're not big fans. Can't blame them for that. Uh, me and Dono are just jocks at heart. So, 
mean, now more than ever, you're seeing more skaters like sports. Like when we were in Vancouver, how many people were watching the Raptors games? Well, that might be like a one-off, but still, there's skaters out there who are big fans of sports and you would have no idea. Yeah, fucking revigs on your hockey team. Like, I think, was it you or Cody that was trying to convince him to not quit the hockey team because you'll regret it when you're older? Like, I wish I'd never quit playing basketball. Yeah. And, or took that break and now play again. Like, yeah, there was an old guy on my street growing up and he's always like, one day you're going to quit hockey and do the skateboard thing. And I'm like, oh, you're crazy, man. And then the day came and I was looked back like, fuck, what an idiot. Yeah. If you can do, if you can do both, you should stay doing both because... You're going to find that love again when you're older and be like, fuck, I wish I never stopped. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, we got an email from Young Closavelli from Bristol, England. What y'all fools think of OKC winning the chip next year once we get KD back after trading Aquaman Adams and Schroeder out and signing KD and Melo for the irony? Shout out to the 666 Siakam's the truth. Um, I don't know if KD's going to help you very much next year, whether you get him or not. So, I mean, you got Rust and PG. Both of them were hurt at the end of the year. Both got surgery after the season. Y'all got a good shot at winning the championship. Like everyone's saying, it's more wide open than ever. As it stands, uh, I don't see why the true kings in the north can't repeat, dog. Yo, I can't wait. Maybe by the time this comes out. Or no, actually, his free agency hasn't even popped. Yeah, next week, man. We'll see if Kawhi's back. But anyways, back to KD. You know fucking OKC is the last place on his list. If he goes back there, it'll be one of those, like, his last year in the league. Just going there for fucking to go out on a high note and win those fans back. But <clears throat> you guys might be stuck with the big man, yo, and Schroeder. But, yo, I do. the West I, is I wide open, that. man. You guys just had a bad matchup, and both your stars were injured in the playoffs. So don't sleep on OKC next year, man. If they're healthy, they got a good shot. All right, next up, we got an email from Patrick Delaney. Can we please acknowledge Peter Ramondetta's nose manny nolly flip at TD8? Might be the gnarliest manny of all time. And for sure, one of the gnarliest tricks to go down in downtown Toronto. It would be cool to hear from Pete and how that went down on the show sometime. Thanks for the pod. Man, we would love to get Ramondetta on the show. Man, how long you been listening, Mr. Delaney? We've talked about that nose manny nolly flip at least twice on the pod before, giving it the respect it deserves. This is our third year, so you know if we've been talking about on this show for three years, that's come up, man. Hell yeah. It's that was up. in our youth. That was crazy. And you're right. One of the gnarliest mannies and tricks to go down downtown Toronto. A couple more were added to that list on Go Skateboarding Day. Yeah. Back nose blunt Skydome 13 and gap the kick front board Unitel. Mm-hmm. But uh, Peter Ramondetta, yeah, he'd be a boss to get on, man. Got to get the behind the scenes on that session. I'm sure we could get to Peter, too. All right, next up, we got an email from Nick Eeks. You know who. Dono, no beef toward you. I'm here for that punk, the ghost. Just kidding. Just happy to get my name on the number one podcast in the world. Congrats to you guys. It's a surreal feeling getting that first championship. A real quick fuck Drake, though. Whoa, chill, chill. Chill on my dog. (laughs) On to my question, a hypothetical. If Kawhi leaves, what free agent star would you want the Raps to pursue? Hype Season 9 started early. Been missing that weekly fire. Holla at you boys next week. Cheers, players. 
Yo, Nick, I better see you in that damn uh, fantasy football league too, eh? Don't front. Send in that resume. Got a spot for you, G. Yeah, real shit, real shit. We got to get Nick in there so I can slap him upside his head. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Um, fucking if Kawhi's leaving, I love me some Tobias Harris. Maybe we'll steal Jimmy Butler too and just take Philly's roster mm. and come back and slap the share of them again. You get me. The only thing is with Kawhi, you need a superstar who's not going to be taking 40 shots a night. Like this guy uses everyone on the team for that reason. He's actually irreplaceable for fuck's sake. So I'll just keep Marcus Soul, man. <laughs> we lose Kawhi, it's over anyways. Let's keep gas, make him a hero for years to come. Yeah, Yo, you know what's funny about all these haters that we've been dealing with? First, it's every round of the playoffs, people kept chirping us. Like, oh, oh, over. oh, they're going to lose next round. It doesn't matter. And Kawhi's leaving. Oh, oh. Then we get to the finals. Oh, you're done in five. Sweep. And then we win. Oh, it doesn't matter because Kawhi's leaving anyways. Well, how about we're champions right now, motherfucker? Yeah. What were we even talking about basketball for? And, yo, come to us with free agents. It's over. What are they going to come up with when Kawhi resigns? That's what I can't wait to hear. Fucking trolls. <laughs> they going to come up with their Raptors but championship not even, t-shirts. Not even just photos. people coming at us, but just when you look on any like Bleacher Report post and all the comments are just Throughout like, the playoffs, it was still talking about Kawhi leaving. There was even boneheads in our own city. Talking about we're going to get swept, losing five. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> um, yo, one one question for you, Dono. Where's Nick from? Where's Nick Eeks from? From Philly. Nah, B. He's a Texas man, eh? So why is he always rubbing Philly so hard? <laughs> Ask him, yo. <laughs> Does he live in Philly currently? Nah, he wants to move there, I think, one day. What? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was confused, too, because we were going back and forth in the DMs. Uh, He's never lived in Philly. Nah, I think he's got friends there. So he's a Cowboys fan. (laughs) Or a Texans fan at best. What in the fuck, Nick? (laughs) You don't get to choose the teams you cheer for? That's what I always say, man. We got no choice but to cheer for T-Dot teams. What the fuck are you sipping on? (laughs) Yo, you're out of the listener league, man. Can't be having that, dog. Oh, shit. Die easy fan. All right, next up, we got an email from Christian During. Buff love. Sorry if I butchered your last name. What's up, guys? Just wanted to say love your podcast from the quick walk to Buffalo, New York. Know you guys mentioned you've been a part of the Bills Mafia from time to time. And just wanted to say you guys know how to party after the Raptors took home the championship. Been going to Canada every weekend, looking for new spots and really enjoy skating through Toronto. Hope to see you guys in the streets. Have a good one. Appreciate the love and the email. Forgot to ask a question. Classic. Yeah, maybe we'll see you in the streets and... And this, this year, there's no plans to go to Buffalo just yet. The boys surprised me and got me a fucking dope. Well, last year, they for my birthday, they got me a ticket to Buffalo or to the Bills game. But this year, they switched it up on me. Woo! And the boys are going to Cleveland, Ohio to see the fucking Browns. That's right. I think it's October 19th weekend. Cleveland Browns versus the Seahawks. We about to see some NFL superstars for the first time, man. Who did we watch the first year? Buffalo and... They won. Fuck, who was it? Some dusty Maybe team. Miami. Miami, Miami. Yeah, yeah, Buffalo and yeah. Miami. Zero superstars besides the aging uh, LaShawn McCoy. Last year, fucking Buffalo and the Titans. <laughs> Mariota doesn't know what the fuck he's doing out there. But this year, oh man, we chock full of superstars. Baker, OBJ, Jarvis, you name them, man. I can't wait. Fucking... No Kareem Hunt yet, but he'll be in the building. 
got words for him, man. Someone needs to talk to that guy. Yeah, well, someone needs to talk to Tyreek Hill even more. Yo, I heard the Chargers got dropped. So does that mean he's just like a player again? Holy fuck. Yeah. yeah. All right, next up, we got a voice note from Steve Chappelle. Let's take a listen. Hello, mates. This is Steve from Brighton, England. Love the show. Love what you boys are doing. Big fan. Keep that shit up. Just had a quick question for you boys. When are you going to get Etienne on the show? That kid seems funny as fuck, but I've never had that little fucker speak. (laughs) All right, nice one, boys, in a bit. E.T., man. Yeah, we definitely want to get him on the show. Living legend right now, basically, at a young age. It's only a matter of time. Us, Vans, we'll work something out. We'll get it popping. In the meantime, he's just going to keep front-nosing. You see it? Plaza. All right, y'all, that's going to wrap up the post office for this week. Keep sending them emails into the bunt live at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. Last week, it was all about the Raptors championship run. And honestly, I could do that all over again, but it might bore the hell out of some people. So you all know where we starting. AD to the Lakers, baby. Worst trade in the history of trades. Just kidding. It just pissed me off, but Rob Polenka gave up way too much. Um, in two years, if they haven't won a championship, that team's going to be looking hella dusty. Mm-hmm. Gave up way too many assets and confirmed the Pelicans can actually choose what year they want the pick, which is insane. Yeah. Like, if they're like, oh, no, their roster's still a little too good, we'll uh, wait till next out. year. Like, holy shit. Luckily for them, AD's still at a young age, man. It seems like the Lakers are pretty confident with having AD being the centerpiece for at least a decade. You know LeBron's not going to be around that long, but at the end of the day, they're going to have AD, and they're going to have a guy that heads to the locker room once a game at least. <laughs> yeah, well, he does. I know. Trust me. I had him in fantasy. I, I know all too well how yeah. stressful he is. But, yo, I got a question for you. Do you think AD retires a Laker? Oh, that's a good question. Honestly, I'm going to have to say no. With this, the way the NBA is now, teams hold no fucking loyalty to any player. Players hold no loyalty to any team. It's a fucking wild, wild west out there, man. And AD seems like one of those guys that is going to do whatever it takes to try and get a ring or put himself in a good spot, similar to Jimmy Butler, I feel. Yeah, me neither, He's going to sign a max and be there for the next five years. Yeah, but after that, it's anybody's guess. 10, 15 years ago, when you're on a team, you, if you get a player in a trade, you're just like, oh, this is He's our ours guy. Forever. He's ours forever. Unless yeah. it's like a scrub thrown into a deal. Not this NBA. This new NBA, man, these guys are fucking switching teams more often than I switch fucking underwear. Do switch tricks. <laughs> so AD has landed, but that is just the beginning, man. There is a laundry list of free agents in the NBA. Probably about, seems like 95% of the NBA is free agents, but it's probably closer to 40. So I'm going to list off some free agents, and you're going to give me potential landing spots, where you'd like to see them end up. A good spot for them and for the team, starting with KD. KD, I want to see him stay with Golden State now. I think the comeback story would be epic. No one's expecting him to win it all or go to the finals this year. You know, Steph's going to probably average 30, 32. I feel like everyone will kind of let KD off the hook for going to the Warriors because this has been so tragic. Him and Clay come back, and then in 2021, 
they go for they try and get a championship i'd love to see it i agree i think it's just going to be a little bit of a off year for the warriors both guys seem like they're going to resign unless kd jets to the knicks which i don't see why you would leave the warriors to go to the knicks if he wasn't hurt i would get it but i still wouldn't get that you may as well just stay with the warriors well the obviously but he, you know he's out to prove the haters wrong and he yeah. cares so much what people think won over a lot of people's hearts doing what he did in in the nba finals this year no oh, exactly but that's why he would stay because now he's i think the only reason he would have left was because he's sick you know of saying? The, that's, the chatter that proved to a lot of people yeah, yeah he was gonna go to the knicks to prove himself exactly like i can do it by myself but i think the injury exactly proved to, proved to a lot of people so i agree with that i would actually like to see kd and and clay both resign just let them stay me too they're warriors clay could leave potentially but i don't think he will not here next up Kawhi. i think he's gonna stay a raptor yeah i think so too obviously if you're asking where i think he's gonna go or where he should go just uh, that that one goes without saying he's staying and we want him to stay mm -hmm. so now that we know where the big dogs have landed let me hit you with Kemba Walker. That's a tough one. Jordan doesn't want to pay him the full L max because they're not even a playoff team. But if he leaves, holy shit, that team is going to be just terrible. Pure dust. Um, but I wouldn't mind seeing him go to the Knicks just because I like when the Knicks are good. It's a little more exciting for the league. And I hope he doesn't go to the Lakers. I'd like to see him re-sign though. Why not? Mm -hmm. Next up, Kyrie Irving. Brooklyn. Is it done deal? Well, the, one of the last reports was now they're like, oh, we don't know if we want him if he's not coming with KD. That's what I'm saying. Why would, like, of all the people to go after, like, Brooklyn has D'Angelo. He's a free agent too, though, right? Yeah. But, like, it seemed like that was his team. Have some ownership to it. I know he just says the new NBA, everyone's flopping. But it seemed like D'Angelo enjoyed his time in Brooklyn and became a leader of the team, so he would want to stay. And then to target Kyrie is just so disrespectful to D'Angelo why not target someone like Tobias Harris or someone else well why not target someone who's like well yeah keep D'Angelo but why are you targeting someone who just went to a young team with all these assets and they're on the up and up look what happened with Kyrie in Boston it fucking backfired so hard so why would they try and recreate that with Boston it makes no sense to me Bill Simmons tweeted something about that like oh Kyrie gonna like an up-and-coming young team oh what could go wrong well we just saw obviously he was joking like the, the Celtics season was a nightmare so I don't know why Brooklyn's going after Kyrie if it's Kyrie and KD obviously that's a different story that makes sense yeah next up we spoke about him just briefly there Tobias Harris I want him to come to the Raptors man he doesn't need the ball I can see him playing so well next to Kawhi Lowry our team just man we're Spurs of the East the ball Woo! movement's real. Kawhi's leading the way. The team play, man. And Tobias would fit right in there, man. Him and Jimmy Butler, it doesn't That's work quite as well. The yeah. overall demeanor of our team would be a perfect fit for Tobias. Exactly. And you just said his name, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Buckets, I have no fucking clue. I want Jimmy Buckets to go to Miami. Yo, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that, but... For some reason, I always like seeing Miami do well. Probably Me too. Just our connection to them. But. Yeah, and Jay Rich, that's Josh Richardson's team, man. Yeah. Should be Hassan Whitesides. What happened to that bum, man? He just 
he uh he opted into his player option obviously, obviously it's yeah. huge man yeah but yo fucking harrison barnes opted out of 25 million who does he think he is yo, he, he got big he got paid off that golden state run yeah but who does he think he do you think he's gonna get 25 no like, i think he wants years uh, yeah safety. but but he's still young like i would have taken that 25 and then you know get your next deal you know he's he's hoping that the knicks miss on everyone and they go <laughs> stupid and pay the classic guys. knicks yeah. yeah but they said they're not um spending big uh, money I'm sure on james no- james dolan did yeah we'll see uh buggy cousins I wouldn't mind seeing him stay a warrior too, man. You ain't, if if he signs a long term deal now, it's not gonna be it's not anywhere near it's where not, it should yeah. be. So re-sign with the Warriors. You can shine like him, KD, or sorry, him, Draymond, and Steph would actually be pretty fun. Cause assuming Boogie will actually be looking like himself more mm-hmm. when the season starts. I would love to see that. I was listening to a pod the other day. They were talking about Boogie saying he couldn't jump over a fucking nickel. Bro, I was saying finals. that all finals. That was so, so he was getting blocked every time he went yeah. up. It was fucked. And, and Marcus All can't jump either, but he was blocking him two inches as higher and than one. Usually, Boogie inch. would lose his cool too, and he, he he held it together, man. Maybe the Warriors is a good place for him. Yeah. Al Horford opting out of a big time year with the Celtics. Opting out of thirty million—that's crazy. But I saw that he's ex- he's expected to make like a hundred million plus again. Hey man, on a four-year deal. Ken Bazemore got seventy-five. <laughs> Anything is possible. <laughs> It was Solomon Hill got like 70. <laughs> Who? Yeah, that's right. But uh, Al Horford, I would love Who to see. Who needs a big man? Who needs a fucking big man? That's a good question. Man, he'd be a nice fit over there on the Thunder if they lose Steven Adams. You know where he would be real nice too, though? Is fucking Indiana. Beside Miles Turner? Because they got my man TJ Warren, which I love that move. Um, but they got... They got Thaddeus Young at power forward, but they need someone who could hit the three. Mm, stretch you know the floor. TJ Warren can hit the three now. Uh, I guess they're sticking with Collison for another year. Depot, Warren. Yo, you slide Al Horford in there, and they're fucking low-key scary as fuck. They got a deep team, man. And as we learned this year, deep teams win championships, baby. Real shit. Uh, let's talk about the draft for one sec. Zion obviously went number one. We knew this um, for months. What do you think his NBA player comparison will be? I'm going to go with uh, Charles Barkley. I think better defender than Barkley, or will be. But just as as far as being undersized and uh, just an, a freak of nature, I mean, he's bigger than Barkley was already, and he hasn't even played an NBA game. But that's, that's, that's the only one coming to mind. Or Anthony Bennett, but who's actually not Someone a bust. Someone said Josh Smith, but a better dunker. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. Josh Smith can do a little bit of everything. I mean, obviously, he's expected to be much better than Josh Smith yeah. ever was. But I did love me some Josh Smith in exactly. those Atlanta days. Mm-hmm. All right, man, we're going to take a turn here and move over to the NHL. The Raptors won the NBA championship, but the Stanley Cup was still given out this year as well. You know who won? The Blues, man. <laughs> St. Louis. C2's old team. Yeah, first time ever. Can you name one player on the St. Louis Blues? Patrick Hoseron. <laughs> Patrick Maroon. Oh! The big re- Not the too big far. Re- yeah, you got the first name, so that'll do. I want to give a big shout-out to the Carolina Hurricanes, Columbus Blue Jackets, winning some big-time playoff series. But the Blues did it, man. A couple X-Leafs on there. Yeah, you don't know them. 
Gunnarsson, Tyler Bozak. Oh, Bozak. I know yeah, Bozak. You know Bozak. Alexander Steen. Couple of fucking legends. They they did it. They saved the NHL from the Boston Bruins. Hell yeah. Everybody was cheering for you, St. Louis, and you pulled through. Gloria, baby. Y'all deserve it, man. Man. 4 1 on the road in game seven. Ain't that something special? That's Thank something you, Bruins. Special inside I don't the fuck TD with the Garden. Bruins. Nah, nobody fucks with the Bruins, man. After the cup was handed out, some trades ensued. Your man PK Subban is on the move again, dog. I heard. Where do you go to again? You gonna like this? The New Jersey Devils. Woo! <laughs> Let's go, Devils. Yeah. My original team. Well, second after the Canadians. Yo, let's go Devils. I might have to tune in next season. The GM of the Devils, Ray Sherrill, doing a hell of a job, man. Got Taylor Hall for the low in 2016. Turned out to be a hell of a steal. Went and grabbed P.K. Subban for next to fucking nothing. Did a hell of a job on that deal, too. P.K. had a bit of a down year. Probably wanted to do a little bit more with the Nashville Predators, but he's found himself a good home in New Jersey. Nice young team. He's going to be a leader. You're going to be cheering for him? Hell yeah, I am. That wraps up the NHL Minute and the Rundown, baby. Take us out, Ghost. Yo, peace out to all the people listening. Yo, we got nothing but love and respect. You know what I'm saying? We'll catch y'all next week. Peace, y'all. Because otherwise I'm just standing there picking my ass looking like a kook. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>